Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's 8.22, it's Tuesday evening, it's time for Autonomous Better Podcast. Hi, this is Don Matteo and you are listening to the Autonomous Better Podcast. Let's do it. Good evening. It's just gone 23 minutes past eight on Tuesday, the 15th of February 2022. I hope you're all well. We're a little bit under strength at the moment. Uh, we are missing uh, two key members, but at the moment it's me, Stats, and Jay. Good evening, Jay. Evening, mate. It feels uh, very Leeds United, this, doesn't it? We have <laughs> the team missing. Yeah, it's like uh, the, the injury squad, and we're, we're back again. Uh, <laughs> uh, also got we didn't do last week. We've got a lot to talk about. Two games that have taken place. It's what in the podcast. Uh, we're hoping things I don't want to relive. No, uh, absolutely. Uh, oh, uh, I've just had a text message off NHS saying you've been uh, you've been accepted for a COVID pass. Okay. Right, I can right. that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's that. Fair enough. Uh, it's 25 past eight. It's Tuesday night, and it's been a week. How can I describe an up and down week uh, for Leeds United? We are hoping to be joined by Carl and Luke uh, very, very shortly. Uh, and I'm sure we'll, we'll hear from them shortly. But I'll, we'll go through me and Jay to start with. And obviously, we don't have the predictions, unfortunately, at the moment. We are waiting for Gilly to, to bring them in. And we're going to turn the clock back six days. Uh, Leeds returned to league action after a break of 18 days uh, after the defeat against Newcastle United. They were a fresh round to go uh, in what can be described as uh, a thriller away at Villa Park. The evening Brenda's ghost. Hope all is well. Uh, we'll start with that one, Joe. I'll do it in chronological order. Thoughts on the Villa game? I know you were there at Villa Park last Wednesday. I was, yeah. Um, because I'm me, I, uh, I set off walking down from the car and um, I... Got halfway to the ground, realised I'd left my ticket in the glove box, 
had to run back. And then uh, I managed to get into the game right as the ball hit the back of the net and everyone went berserk. And I almost got sort of carried over the bloody advertising banners at the front. Um, but it, it were a good start, do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd not seen the goal or anything, but I still jumped around like an absolute nutcase. I was just happy that we'd scored regardless. And I think that um, they're the best away games to start with, basically. Yeah, you're jumping, oh, yeah. you have no idea what's going on. You've got a million people. <laughs> yeah. And it was yeah. a great finish from, from Dan James and probably a little bit against run of play. And uh, looking at that early point, that, that Leeds uh, may go on and, and, and win third consecutive game at Villa Park. But in a blink of an eye, you're 3-1 down and you're thinking you're staring away at defeat. And it's kind of the same mistakes, really, isn't it, that, that are costing Leeds goals uh, at the moment. We'll come off to the Everton game afterwards. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of the same... Errors it's, at the moment it doesn't seem too difficult to score goals against Leeds with the way the Villa scored on on Wednesday night. That's the problem, and that's the thing that I'm worried about every game at the moment. And it looks worse now than it ever was last season when we were complaining about how weak the defence was. Um, the I remember sort of just stood there looking at the pitch at three one mm. and thinking. Because I remember how happy I was when we were winning, you know, yeah. and getting to 3-1 and just being stood there and thinking, what the hell has gone on yeah. here? Like, how have we had such a turnaround so quickly? And it, it immediately looked like every time they attacked, they were going to get in the box and they were going to score. And the problem, I think, is that the man-to-man system works really well in attack, but it doesn't work so well in defence because I don't know if it's somebody not doing the job or if it's because they're doing exactly what they're asked and it's just that what they're asked is wrong. Um, because every time somebody gets the ball and they go through the centre of the pitch, they seem to be allowed to run from their box to ours unchallenged and nobody will come from the man and go to them because everyone stays with whoever they're assigned. And it means that teams can cut through us like a hot knife through butter. And that's the main I, worry. I think having watched... The game, obviously, on, on Wednesday night. I think Philip Coutinho had a really, really good game. Jacob Ramsey obviously played really, really well. And I think the blessing from a Leeds perspective, Jay, that they got the goal back so quickly before mm-hmm. half-time from Dan James. A real scrappy affair, but he got in between two defenders and the goalkeeper. And suddenly, from a position where Villa, good evening, Lynn, from, from Donegal, hope all is well over there, uh, the, you're in a position where the mentality kind of changes at half-time, doesn't it? Instead of being 3-1 down... Yeah. You're only three, two down, and and it lifted the place a little bit, and it did big time. That they came big out time. a really fired up team, and I thought they got a deserved equaliser through Diego Lorente. Yeah, absolutely, and that's something that he seems to be really good at. He does pop up in the box now and then, and he does yeah. score goals here and there. So you know that's that's something that I think is a, a big asset for us because he seems to be quite adept at doing that now and then. Um, I think that him and Strike together is probably our best partnership, but mm-hmm. it's it's not really something's not working at the minute. I mean, as you say, getting the goal when we did completely yeah. changed the feeling in the yes, in the stand definitely. at least. I know that. Um, yeah. Obviously, going in at half time, one goal down when you were two goals down, that feels like you you're back on the up rather than shit. We're going to get battered here. Yeah. So I think that we're a big. Big thing for us that it would have been a different game if we'd not got that goal. Um, I don't know what you think. Yeah, I, th- I think you, you sat there at three-one, thinking this could get messy because uh, mm. uh, um, there's a stat that leaves us in the second most amount of goals in the Premier League for, after Norwich City, 
And the goal from Dan James just gave Leeds a little bit of hope going into half time. And also, I'm guessing it changes Marcelo's team talk at the interval. Yeah, yeah. You're only one goal down. And if you can get Villa and the set pieces were put in, and uh, also Lorente uh, got on the end of one and, and made it 3 3. And I have to say, two real big positives, uh, not only with Dan James, but performance of Rodrigo at Villa Park, who had his, his best yeah, game yeah. Uh, in a leash, handing all three goals. And I think the character that was shown because a lot of teams when you three one down could just buckle we've, we've seen it in league yeah. teams in the past uh, yeah. and what have you and the poor performance in the second half to sort of cling on to uh, and I thought when it went 3-3 three, three, I actually thought these were going to be the only teams to go on and win it Yeah I mean I, I thought that too and then when they went down to um, 10 men as well near the end I thought oh come on now this is it it's you know it's written in the stars this uh, but we just didn't seem to be able to make the extra man count. And there he is. There he is. Hey, uh, how's it going? Are you, are you all working now, Carl? I don't fucking think so. But <laughs> well, well we, can, we can see you and we can hear you. Um, I'm just start, I I'm guess. Just, we're just chatting about the uh, the Villa game at the moment. I'm just going to carry on all right. where I was. And, yes. uh, we'll come to you in a minute. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, I thought once we got to that point, we were going to go and win that game. It didn't look like anyone else was going to win it at that point. It had to be us. We were all over them. They mm. were down to 10 men. And then you're thinking, get Joffy on. Come on. You see bloody yeah. Roberts stand up. And you're just thinking, oh, Jesus Christ. And I, I feel terrible to a degree saying it because it he gets hammered, the lad, and it can't mm. be good for him. But people react yeah. to performances. And it doesn't matter how good a lad you are or you know how much effort you're putting in if people are getting frustrated. It's, you're gonna know about it, and <laughs> you're right there, Cal. Um, no. <laughs> uh, he has, yeah. People want Joffy. People yeah. want to see him get a chance. People, I think, are worried that he's going to go down the same route as Drama and yeah. Somerville and be like, you know, our main strikers out. You don't use Rodrigo there, so why am I not getting a game? I mean, we've talked about this, and we know why. It's because yeah. he likes the way Dan James presses, chases down the keeper and that kind of thing. And you know what? If he, if he were a, as good a finisher as like Bamford or someone along those lines, he'd yeah. be phenomenal up front with James. And he, did, he has shown like flashes of real ability there now, like, now that he's settling into it a bit. I still think that he's going to miss a lot of chances because he, he don't just become a natural number nine overnight. And if we're going to persevere with it, we're going to have to accept that. But I think it kind of it, it it were like a bit of a kick in the balls seeing mm. Roberts get up to come on when you wanted to win the game because you just don't believe he's going to do that for you at the moment. I, th- I think obviously the Tyler Roberts Joe Gallagher has been done, hasn't it? It's, it we've gone. It has, yeah, it has. Yeah, it's going to get mentioned every game though Robert. if he keeps playing them. Also, isn't it? It'll be interesting come well one o'clock on on Sunday to see. Uh, obviously, I expect them both to be on the bench. I think it'll be a similar team to the one that finished at Everton. Uh, Carl, Absolutely. I don't know, were you at Villa Park on, on Wednesday night? Oh, was, yeah, yeah. He goes everywhere, this guy. He does, he does. What, what, what did you make of it? Was it a case of two points dropped or, or one point gained in the end? Um, I think when we conceded the three goals in the first half, I thought I'd take a draw after we got the, the second one just before half time. Uh, Sorry, uh, yeah, um, I was like, I'd take a draw because they were looking very into it uh, because they had the impetus from the three goals. <laughs> like, you know, that's going to mm. give any team a boost. Like, And I, 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 
genuinely, I thought we played well enough to get three points, especially when they went down to 10 men. Um, but to take a point away when I don't think many people give us a chance when you see the likes of Coutinho mm. playing <laughs> for, for Villa now, you know what I mean? And the run Absolutely we were on as well. Like, sure. Yeah, he, he was unbelievable. Like, and I, like, I, I just want to say something about... Uh, you were on about Dan James and his finishing yeah. there, right? Mm. His finish was on par with Coutinho's. Now, oh yeah, in like that, in that moment, yeah. Of of course, of course, but I I don't think he gets enough credit for the finish because of how wide he was and 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 how close the post he put it. Like everyone raved about Coutinho's finish, but mm. Dan James did the same six minutes into the game, and he doesn't get the praise that that Coutinho gets. Mm, I understand really, Coutinho yeah. obviously has the reputation of being a world-class player and he's been on the top stage for a very long time and Dan mm. James, let's be honest, hasn't. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think, like you were saying, his finishing does leave a lot to be desired, but we see what he has in his locker. He hit the crossbar a few minutes later and it was an right. absolutely thunderous yeah. effort. Like, yeah. So, yeah, no, like, yeah. like it's, with, it, it's, it's like any player, to be fair. You it takes time to adapt to a certain position and a certain way of playing. And he is getting into it. Yeah. I know it's taken nearly a, the goods of half a season. like, But we, we have to look at it in a positive light because of, of the situation that we find ourselves in with injuries, you know? Oh, 100%. I think we're getting more out of him than Scum ever did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like they, They've lost that impetus of uh, the closing down in... in really quick time in Dan James or whenever they cleared the ball long, yeah. they don't have that player now. Yeah. Like we, we have that player now, but we're utilizing them to a lot more effect than I feel scum are at the moment. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Remnants got a fair point they can say yeah. the work must be a record on Saturday. Don't get me wrong, Bremner's ghost man. Like I, I I'm sick of seeing it as well. I'd rather they rip the net like but <laughs> You know, oh it, it is what it is, I guess. But you know, it's like when we went, how, like we've seen that many shots at the, the the woodwork this season. It's like that time we went fifty nine games without a penalty. Like, yes, you know, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we're we're due one of them bangers to go in at some point. Well, that, I think. Hopefully, on on Sunday in the big one against Man United, we'll uh, we'll see. We're going from thirty hours off, and we'll come to that game. Yeah, I think we do a few of them going in, hopefully all in the same game against... The Spurs, the Bayern, Bayern, yeah, we had Man United one after the beat as 5-1 and 6-2. Don't we just... After this season. But as I said, we'll come to the, the Man U game shortly. From Aston Villa, we travelled to Merseyside to, to Goodison Park uh, in Good Heart. Did we? It, I, I don't remember anything about that. <laughs> You kind of felt once Stuart Dallas went off injured early on, I think after nine minutes, and I put this in, in the match report, it wasn't our day, and it just felt like Frank Lampard had Everton fired up, and it pains me to say it, but they deserve the victory. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Mm. They, they, we, we were very lacklustre on Saturday. Hmm. Um, I don't think strange. anyone, yeah, I don't think anyone could have come away with that from that game with their, their head held too high. Like, I saw uh, uh, some figures today. Jack Harrison lost the ball 27 times mm-hmm. in that game, in 90 God. minutes. Like, that's that's an obscene amount of times to lose the ball for any standard of football. Like, it sure um, is. And that just kind of, 
kind of puts into perspective how I felt personally, in my opinion, it was a very, very, very poor performance considering what we produced on Wednesday night. Now, I, I've an Everton mate back home who messaged me going, did you run the legs out of yourselves against yeah. Villa? Mm. I don't think we did. I think they pressed us high. They didn't play from the back. Like all this chat about Frank Lampard playing. Pickford took it long nine times out of ten. And they pressed us very yeah. high up the pitch. And that was yeah. how they got the breaks there. You could see those pictures then online of the massive hole in our midfield because their back four only pushed up to just on the edge of the halfway line, their halfway line. And or the, the edge of the circle. That's how yeah. far they pushed. And then there was that massive hole because they were putting it long and they were they were winning the second balls like that. And we, we, we just we weren't prepared for that at all. We were prepared for the usual Frank Lampard trying to play it out play it out from the back and it it, it didn't work for us like. No, you you're right. And I'm starting to wonder if there's a massive sinkhole under the centre circle at Ellen because nobody wants to get in it, you know what I mean? They're all mm. scared of it. Well, I think it's it's a lot to do with the teams we play and how they decide to play against us. That that hole in the middle comes about, like because I saw someone say like that we should have played Cock and and Farshaw and and had Farshaw sitting and Cock in in yeah. in ahead of him. But then yeah. you're losing an element in attack with yeah. taking click out. So yeah, yeah. it's swings around about at the moment ahead of Farshaw. Yeah. But at the moment, until we have the players back that are best in those positions, we have mm-hmm. to try and do what we can. And I just, you know, there's a lot of criticism, but it's it's uh, on when on, on Saturday night, a lot of the criticism is deserved. But we have to kind of just get the heads out of our arses and 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 go again Saturday or Sunday rather. Definitely. Do, do you think yeah, the criticism is a little bit OTT? I've seen people calling for Bielsa's head and this player and that player. Oh. And... I think there's got to be a bit of a realisation. We're in the second season in the Premier League. It always was going to be difficult. We did not ever achieve by finishing ninth last year. And he's not had his first team squad on the pitch all season. And you're going to get games like that in the season, unfortunately. And it happened to us on Saturday. And I just think sometimes you need to take a step back because, in my opinion, fans are so quick to say, let's get rid of the manager. But when you then ask them, who do you want to take over? No exactly. Fault. That's it, yeah. That's when you stick a manager, you've got to have a plan, but you've got a continuity plan. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I am absolutely certain the club will know what they're doing come the summer if Bielsa isn't here, and that's a story in, in another entity for another podcast. But I sometimes yeah. feel, and, and reading social media, that some of the comments just blow my mind a little bit. And yeah. Oh, Bielsa, we won't be in the Premier League, we want to finish ninth, we want to have got the players we've got into the club. And I no, think exactly. sometimes... And I, I tend to take a step back from Twitter if we need to get beat because it can be a minefield. And mm. it, it can boggle the brain. You can get bogged down in arguments. And, and it, look, everyone's got a right to opinion and no one's right, no one's wrong. I just feel sometimes, coming from Manchester, you've got beat. If you did that, you'd end up going through 10 managers a season. Of course you would. And you don't get players like Rafinha if you've got bloody Paul Eckenbottom in charge, do you, yeah. or Steve Evans? Yeah. Yeah. You know, players have to respect the guy who's in charge. Yeah. No, yeah, they're not going to come if they don't believe in him. So you know, people saying, "Oh, yeah, get rid of him," blah blah blah. You have to question how long they've been watching football, let alone Leeds. Yeah, you know? I mean, I like don't it. get me wrong. We we talk on here all the time about things that we don't agree with what he's done, 
you know, the, there are things that frustrate the hell out of all of us, the persistence yeah. with Roberts, the persistence with square pegs in round holes. But there were a time when we were all crying for him to get rid of Bamford. You yeah, know. exactly. exactly. There's always a reason why he's doing stuff, even if we can't always see it. It doesn't always work, you know, but yeah. there's a reason for it. There is a reason it's, it's, for it. It's like going back to when Bielsa first came in. Everyone wanted Phillips out to keep Vieira. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so know, people so, were selling to Buddy Preston for 250 grand or something, didn't they? Yeah. Well, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, I'd have done said either or whatever. I can't remember if I did or not. But, you know, that, that that's, as a, as a football fan, you think you know what's best until mm. the manager totally proves you wrong. Like, you know, yeah. and. Yeah. I, I think he deserve he he has got a lot of he has got a lot of credit in the bank. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And he, there's enough credit there for me that if we went down, he stays. And he brings oh God, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I'd be annoyed. I'd be upset. Yeah. I mean, I'd be heartbroken. But yeah, I don't see anyone else coming in and doing any better with that squad of players. I just don't. Well, that's the mm. thing. He's taken players to new levels. That you're yeah, right to say well, when, when Calvin, when sorry, when Bielsa joined in in July, June, July 2018, no one would have imagined three years later Calvin Phillips would be playing the European Championship for England. That's how good England's player of the year. And yeah. you, you can lose the season. I wouldn't have cared if Calvin had left mm, when at that Bielsa time, first yeah. come because I thought. It hadn't worked for the lad, you know. Yeah. Leeds lad loves the club, but it hadn't worked for him. And then look at him. I mean, look how wrong I would have been. Yeah. Now, I, you know, now when the day comes that he does leave, I'm going to have to go sit on my own in a dark room for about two weeks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> rocking back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see a future yeah. without him. I can't go. And I, I think to me, we're going to lose, guys. We knew this year was going to be difficult. We've got the added incentive of having the fans back in the ground, which which can yeah. work both ways. And we always knew second season in the Premier League is genuinely tough because I don't yeah. like using the term found out, but people are a bit more experienced against playing against your sides. And yeah. the aim, in my opinion, and I say this to a lot of people, was to stay in the league this year. The, mm. Yeah, we finished ninth. Okay, finished 17th. Okay, we've gone back in terms of progression, but in my we haven't because that second season to me is always the hardest season. And if we stay up this season, you can then build build an infrastructure and go yeah. from there. And but that's what drives me mad: seeing Bielsa out, Bielsa out, Bielsa out. And I think the famous phrase: "Be careful what you wish for." Yeah, hundred percent. Because what happens when? He goes and then we get some cranking like bloody Big Sam or something. Do you know what I mean? Then, then <laughs> if anyone that. cries for Big Sam now after this, I'll, I'll, I'll cry. Do you remember I that guy on TalkSport? Yeah, yeah. I think he had to be a wind-up merchant. He had to be. Did he what, sorry? Did he what? I think he found him on Twitter, didn't he? Then he blocked him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think know. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we uh, games. We've got 15 games left, and we're going to come to the poll uh, very shortly indeed. I want to touch on the Everton game very quickly. Uh, but it's going to happen we, we this can... season. 15 games left, and we'll see where it takes us. That's right. We can have a, a very short predictions update before the poll starts. I do have some info now, so well, when it's uh, time, we can go. I've, I've well, not got the in-depth info, but I've got a bit, so... Um, nice. But yeah, before we before we do move on, I was just going to say. Um, in fact, I've forgotten what I was going to say. It's gone completely out of my head. Well, so we were talking go. about Everton. We were talking about Everton, and then we transgressed into something completely way off the mark there. But yeah, that, what were you going to say? That, 
that's what I was going to say. I was just going to say, like, um, regardless of how long sort of Bielsa does stay, I think that we are probably looking at a good two or three summers yet mm. to properly overhaul that squad into Absolutely. something competitive. Yeah. Is Cal frozen or is he just like staring at me with loving eyes? Sorry, no, no, I think it's I had frozen. Frozen. <laughs> my, 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 my internet's been an absolute pain in the hole tonight. I don't know what's going on with it. Like, I'm trying to log in on the laptop just so it. Ah, Jesus! This Gilly's definitely going to take this in the outtakes and have me freeze framed in some mad fucking position now later on in the season. Or something. Fucking no way! Absolutely. in the Champions League for half an hour from the Avalanche Stadium. He's sporting his nil Manchester City four. They are Manchester well, City four. Four nil. I was going to second him much like Cal started fiddling with his phone again. Right, yeah. Sporting Lisbon nil. Manchester City four. That is incredible. Still nil nil in the Paris Real game. That's probably the better game as well. Keep glancing at it. Anyway, I believe you've got some prediction news for us. I've got a little bit. Yeah. So here we go. Water no better predictions. Right, so I'm just I'm gonna have to give you this as I read it kind of thing because I'm it's just been sent to me and we're winging it tonight. This this is the most live of live shows. Um, so it can go wrong, will go wrong. Exactly. So what I've got from Gilly is that nobody got a minus five. Um, I'm I'm taking it that includes Villa as well. Stats is top. Hey. Yeah, just, you. you know, you, you get these people that just come in and take <laughs> over, don't you? Um, <laughs> it's followed by Luca point behind, who would have probably give you some stick, but he's not here. Um, then we've got Gilly. I was going to read myself things, he's written then me. Um, then we've got Gilly <laughs> behind Luke, third place. Bren's fallen back because he went through a villa win, so he must have got a minus five then. And then uh, most people are on 14 points. It's not the most comprehensive predictions round that we've had, but you've got a picture of who's where and what's what. No, well, I'm, I'm going to get to that because, as Gilly said, that's very important. Um, yeah. Nobody got anything from the Everton game. And Smarty is still rock bottom, anchored down there like Burnley. He's the Burnley did, of Orton better. Didn't he start off quite well as well during the season? And now he's just fucking dropped like a stone. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Fucking hell. Well, that's his <laughs> loss. Anyway. Evening Back to you. Evening, Marty. Hope they are doing well. Oh. Right. It's that time of the pod. We're just about... Oh my hang God. on, stats. Hang, hang on. on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I've not taken your prediction for the next game yet. I'll give him mine. You, you know, you're running here. You're, oh, I'm running here. Running Hold on. That comes at the end, does it not? I thought we did it in the prediction stage usually. Oh, do you want to like, well, I'm, I'm doing it now. I've got the oh, pad yeah. open. Oh, Just tell God. me the bloody score that you want, stats. Man United. Oh. Jeez. I'm going to sit on the fence. Uh, I'll try not to break it because I'm that fat. You'll get, you'll get splinters, uh, man. If, yeah. <laughs> Sitting I'll, on that fence all the time. <laughs> I'll go Desmond. You'll Desmond. do what? I'll go Desmond. Have you never heard oh, that before? I have. I have. But two, I've forgotten two. what it means. 2-2. <laughs> two, two. God knows That's... why. I'm trying to be positive. 
That's right. I have heard that before, but for some reason, when you said it, I started thinking of Desmond's, the comedy. Yeah, the hairdressers, man. <laughs> the barons, so, yeah. yeah, that's it. So, yeah. scum. You know what? I can't remember if I've been to a game against scum at home since the first one that I went to in 94, 95, whenever it was, and we won that game. Mm. And it's one of the very few that we've ever won at home against those fuckers. So I'm going to go... Was it 3-1 that game, Stats? Was that uh, Christmas Eve, 95? Yeah, Yeah, when we won at home. Yeah, 3-1. I think a game that uh, Bremers Ghost was talking about, December the 24th. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to go over three one leads. Fuck it. I'm just you know even after sure. what I've just seen against Everton, that what we saw against Everton, I refuse to believe we can play like that again. I refuse to believe it. I am not having it. Do you know what? It's yeah. a good point you make there, Jay, because I saw a comment from a chap on Twitter today while I was uh, in the pub, and he said Everton felt like a Forest moment. Yeah, and it was Very it was Luke so. Ayling that came out to, against Everton as well. Uh, after that shambles, let's be honest. Um, and it was Luke Ayling that came out and had the word with the the with Sky or BT, whoever it was. And yeah. uh, I can see your man's point there. Fair play to him that it, it you know it could be that Forest moment, you know. It could be. It could be four or five really wins on so. the trash. You know, we have seen Liverpool and Spurs. Well, we have seen this team respond when they've hit rock bottom like that before have. under BLC. Yeah. We have seen it. We've seen it in the Championship yeah. and we've seen it in the Premiership. Mm-hmm. So let's try and be positive. After all, oh. Junior Firpo's back. Oh, well, we've a left back. We have an actual left yeah. back yeah. who's so, actually starting to come into the, who's starting to actually grow into the team a little bit before. Obviously, Bielsa will put strike there. And of course. move Cock back into defence and do all kinds of magic. But you know, let's but just hope for best. Right at that back, so it's not the worst thing. Like you know what I mean? It was to be fair. I'm, yeah. I'm just my only worry. In fact, I'll, I'll leave that till we preview the game properly. Yeah, I won't, yeah, I won't go into that yet. All right, fair enough. But you're you're going to give us a prediction, aren't you, Carl? No. Not after Newcastle. <laughs> no, I, I said 3-1 to us against Newcastle and that just nailed home my superstition that I will never predict ever again and the boys can call me whatever they want, but I ain't doing it, man. To be fair, not, there against, is a large, not against these there is, assholes. There is a large portion of the fan base that called for your head after that, Carl, so it's probably for the best. Was there? <laughs> no, I'm just winding you up. Shit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stats. Where are we going next? We're now going. It's that time. It is now virtually uh, halfway through the the show, and it's poll time. Right then. Twitter poll results. Now, seeing as Luke was meant to be doing this, and he's not yes. here, who do you want to nominate, stats? Uh, do you want me to do it, or do you want to do it? I can't look at it, it because want. I'm using my phone now. Yeah, I've got it here. I'm just bringing it up. I know what one. I've just forgot what all the options were. And I want to read them out for the listeners. Because uh, I like to be thorough, you know. You yeah, so, yeah. right then, let's do this shit. So, as you guys know, each week, we always ask the listeners and viewers to vote on a poll to be the main topic of conversation. I mean, normally we don't have 30 minutes of 
chatting rubbish about stuff for before it. We'll get to it a bit quicker, but we give you guys what you want. So here we go. Sometimes Smarty goes mad and says what he wants anyway. But you know, we respect <laughs> democracy, us guys who are here tonight. So we're here for you. So what we had. <laughs> we had our uh, our usual four options. We had uh, if Roberts is the answer, what is the question? We had which games are our points coming from for the rest of the season. Thirdly was are we seeing the best of Rodrigo? And finally, Raf has had his head turned or is he out of form? So they were pretty good, pretty good questions yeah. to be fair this week. Um, the winner with a mighty thirty-four percent there was uh, batting down the hatches, which was which games are our points coming from? So I'll go to you first. Stats. Where, where do you think we're going to? Yeah, pick it's, it's an interesting one because outward adversity. That the way I see things, I'm quite a positive person. That if things go wrong, you've always got an opportunity to to kind of bounce back. And we've got okay, I've got tough run of fixtures coming up. Uh, mm. Against against Man United, Liverpool, and Tottenham. But after that, you've got a fixture away at Leicester, who are a bit iffy, uh, a bit out of form. Then yep. you've possibly got the two biggest games of the season before the international break at the end of March. You've got Norwich City, mm. Allen Road, and Lance Wonders away at Molyneux. He was having a great season under Bruno Lodge. He turned the season really right round. But we've got, what, yeah. six games there coming up before the, the end of March into the, the final international break of the season. And I think it's key that we come out with at least seven points uh, from Ooh. these six games, which will put us on 30 points. Uh, That's bold. Uh, by the time we come to Southampton, and you, you've got to be positive uh, in in these situations, and you never know what we're going to get. To Man United, we might come out and play them off the park for all you know. They're not, uh, they're not great. Uh, Man United, they're not in form because I know we're not been in the best of forms, and we've had two bad defeats on the last three. But these are the kind of games that I always say as a player: you earn the right to be in the Premier League. Starting against your nearest rivals, Manchester United, the whole history that goes with the whole battle of the Rose as well, the Rose and what have you. And it's a game that everyone will be up for on, on Sunday. And I don't think well, that's great. And if yeah, anybody but, wants to be a hero, yeah, this, this is the opportunity to do it. That's the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think, Carl? Um, I. Uh... What's Bruce that? think? I can hear him telling you. I don't know what he wants, man. Honestly, I I always like stats. I like to try and stay optimistic. Like and um, I, against these next three, like Spurs are very indifferent. Like they 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 bounce from one really convincing result to the next. Mm. Kind of very inconsistently. So, like, they were very lucky to to beat us at White Hart Lane. Um, so, I'd like to think we could get something out of that. Um, so, the, the next three games, I'm I'm thinking if we get two points. The next three games, yeah, I'd I'd be relatively happy with that, uh, as long as the mm. one we don't get anything from isn't a spanking. Hmm. Um, God, then, like I, I two points I'll take from that. But the the following games, then we've you know we've really got to pick up points. Really got to pick them up. Uh, I think uh, against the likes of Norwich at home, 
I think uh, that that's one we need to try and win a little bit convincingly going into the next few games. Mm. Um, I think if 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 we can like if we can get a bit of bounce back ability at some point uh, over the next couple of games, I think it'll stand us in good stead. Like I thought when we got to 19 points when we were struggling for a while and I, I, I felt psychologically getting to 19 points for us was, was immense. Mm. And then getting, getting the next draw and then getting the, you know, getting to 20, you know, 22 points and 23. Now but it's I think, getting to 30, isn't it? Now, now the, the, the aim should be to get to 30. And I think once we get there and the teams like that, I, I think the bottom three, four are going to be the same bottom three or four come the end of the season. I don't think it's going to need 42 points. No, it's about the next one. I can see us finishing on 42, but I don't think it's going to need 42 to be safe. I think I potentially think, yeah. about, about 36 to 38 points will, will keep us up. It's weird. And it's like it, there's a mm. battle to be the shittest team this year. It, it is <laughs> very weird, yeah. isn't it? Like the, there's it's a lot of teams vying for that. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's what it is as well is like everybody keeps like picking up the odd result, so mm. nobody gets really cut adrift this year. Mm. Yeah. Just when you think people pull away, then the teams below will get a couple of results, and teams above them will, will fall again, and it's it's really strange. And I, yeah. I think it will come down essentially to the results these teams at the bottom get against each other. Yeah, yeah. Very much. And I, I really I do. Think in a way, our games against Norwich uh, in March, I think Watford in, in, in April are going to be key. Even Southampton in April, Alan Road are going to be uh, absolutely key. And uh, yeah, I agree with that from Allison and, uh, and and Martial. And look, everyone else is running the bottom three. I think yeah. 35 points will be enough, and that's probably four wins. I think it's just getting that next win on the board, yeah. and then you feel a little bit more comfortable. And I think that Newcastle game is so frustrating. So if you won that game, you'd be on 26 points uh, already and, and be in a reasonable position, but wasn't yeah. to be. Mm. But these are the games now that that you relish, aren't they? The Man U's, the Liverpool's, the Tottenham games. Yeah, yeah. That's no why we want to be in this league. Absolutely. There's no bigger game than Man United. I don't know. We all know about the history of it all going back up way, way before our time in the 70s and what have you. Uh, Luke Thompson to get the play. Yeah, I agree, agree with that. And, and that's what we've said, isn't it, from Luke there, that Bielsa hasn't really had his first full mm. team out all season. He hasn't, no. injuries one way or another. And yeah. you get one player back and the player gets injured. Obviously, we're doing this now. We don't have the likes of Stuart Dallas, if he's going to be fit. Uh, for Man United, game played virtually every game in the league under Bielsa since uh, eighteen nineteen, since the start of that season. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm positive. I'm positive that okay, we had a bad result the weekend. It happens to all teams. I think it's a case now of batting down the hatches, as, as, as the Twitter poll says, and and let's go for it. We've got fifteen games left. We need probably five wins uh, or four wins. That I'm feels saying. like a big ask right now. It does, but once you get one and there's some seeds to follow with this yeah. team, you get a little bit of confidence. And we saw that, okay, in the championship under Bielsa, we won promotion that we had that Nottingham Forest in a day moment when Luke Haley yeah, yeah, yeah. had a wonderful interview in the LUTV. And mm. it just changed the whole ethos of the season. We then drew to Brighton and won the next five. And of course, COVID uh, took place. It's, Still see the kids, but I hope so. I hope so. It's the one game that, <laughs> that you uh, actually want to win. Uh, so, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm positive. I'm, look, I might be eating my words. I made a prediction against Everton on Twitter that I thought we'd win on Saturday. Got that 
uh, completely wrong how to eat humble pie. But yeah, these are the games that I love as a supporter. Man United, the games you look at when the fixtures first come out in the summer. Liverpool, yeah, I catch yeah, yeah. over Christmas. Tottenham at home, yeah. beat Tottenham last season. I, I've seen them against Wolves and against Arms the last two games. They were dreadful. Um, yeah. Why not? Let's get some but points. Then, the board, you know, you know, they've they not won a league game for ages, have they? So we never know. Yeah. yeah. But like You're to go right, back to a point that you, yeah, I am. Yeah, you just that that <laughs> stat wrecks my fucking head because it, it, another stat came up today. Where it was like Ronaldo hasn't scored in six consecutive games, and some dude just put up, "Where Leeds United?" And I was like, "Oh, dude, <laughs> dude, I please." My like, biggest worry with that game is that he plays because he'll score a trick against our defense at the moment. I hope someone just breaks him in half, like that Batty did in uh, ninety or uh, sorry, or two or three. I think Batty absolutely put him in the fucking air, and that was lovely. So someone needs to do that fairly lively tomorrow on Sunday, and just. Oh, let's hope so. Let's hope so. so. I hope we've got people in our midfield, like uh, as Don Matteo said to us when we spoke with him. Uh, he used to just turn to Batty, and Batty would say, "You having any yeah. He'd say, "Oh yeah, could you go sort so and so out?" And he'd be like, "Right, gonna smash him," and he'd go sort him out. Do him, yeah. <laughs> That's what we need in this team. Yeah, but like to go back to just a point quickly, Stas, that you made earlier, where you were saying that one player comes out after in uh, back after injury and another goes out. Our first ten games, I think you mentioned on the pod stats, we only played the same back two twice. Correct. In, ten, yeah. in our first ten games, so to to say we're in this position now and trying, we're we're like we need to pick up points, and we're probably in a worse off position now without our main striker than. You know, we have been all season. Like the fact you know? that we are not at the bottom of the league when we don't yeah. have any like really cemented partnerships in any part of the pitch because of the injuries mm. and the rotation is a miracle. Yeah, and any other manager we're what, bottom. Yeah, Correct. again Correct. shows yeah. what Bielsa has achieved, and people asking for him to be gone. You know, they want their heads tested. Yeah, like exactly. I said before. It could be a lot, but, lot worse. And at the moment, could, we're ahead of the water. We've got. Big week coming up with Man U, Liverpool and, and Tottenham. And let's see where we are going into the Leicester game and then going into the Norwich game and then and then Wolves. So we've got six big games coming up between now and the, the final international break of the season. And then you've got, what, nine games left and you come into sort of the, the business end of the season. We'll, we'll see what those nine games will be that period when we get those players back. And we yeah, have that absolutely. Because that please, could be invaluable. Please. And have a real end to a real positive end to the season, but I, I sometimes yeah. think how do I pull it? People love to revel in Leeds United's dismay, if that makes sense. The demise, demise. Twitter is red hot when Leeds lose, and that's why. Yeah, I and, that's, to it. and that's and why it's we not just it when we win. Yeah. yeah, it's every team where. That you get beat on a Saturday or midweek and it goes, wow, it's, it's red hot. And yeah. I, I, I want to stick up them on, on Sunday. I was at Old Trafford, I'm sure you probably were at Carl in August when Luke Elling equalised and you started thinking, well, oh, this could be this could be good here. And all Should I met you outside stats? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That'll be tasty. Uh, they kicked place. off together and got pepper spread. Probably, yeah. <laughs> we will come to that. Uh, on the um, um, Sorry, carry on, stats. But yeah, 
we own one. We haven't beat them at Allen Road since uh, 14th of September 2002 when a certain H. Chewell scored uh, a header on Rio Fernand's first return to, to Allen Road. We haven't got a great record against them. We never have done. Uh, David Weatherall, uh, hero man, scoring the winning goal in 97-98, also scored a 2-1 victory over, over the Red Devils at Allen Road on September 1994. And then, of course, the uh, the Christmas Eve uh, win uh, with Tony Aboto and Paul Parker inside out and, and chipped over Peter Schmeichel. So we haven't had too many victories in the, in the Premier League. There's, there's one game that will always stick in my throat against Man United. It was back in March the 3rd, 2001. Fabian Barta has kicked out. Uh, Ian Hart should have been sent off by Graham oh, Hart. Cal. Wasn't and Hart missed the penalty. Uh, Maniac took the lead through Luke Chadwick. Paduka has got an absolutely phenomenal equaliser from a great cross from Danny Mills. And then somehow, and Wes Brown and goals disallowed. Uh, to this day, 21 years later, I still don't understand it. And it cost us Champions League. And you look at little decisions that change the course of history. Yeah. So, Do you know so, what's nuts, man? Like that, yeah. I, I, I remember watching that game. I, I, I was painting a house back home for a friend of mine, and we took a break. I, well, I took a break and left and went to the pub and watched the match. <laughs> but I, the one thing I remember about that game, Beckham got a, 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 a free kick for the, for them, and, yeah. and it, there was there was a point in the game where Beckham and and Hart got two free kicks each in yeah. in similar positions. And Hart scored one, and and Beckham scored. And, and man, it! I was sitting there. I was like, I was sitting. Obviously, I brought my mate down because he was driving, and I was drinking. And I remember turning to him. I was like, "Geez, this could be down to free kicks. This is mad altogether." Yeah. Like you know, and yeah. but that 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 was a great game of football as well. At the same time, like you know, regardless of the result, like I I came away from that going, "How did we fucking lose that? Like, yeah. How did we lose yeah. that? Like we." There was points in that game where we were well on top and yeah. we could have had them for about four or five at one point. Like. Uh, but anyway. Amazingly, David O'Leary never beat Alec Ferguson. For games that we have, some monumental games at Old Trafford mm. and Allen Road. And I remember when, when O'Leary first took over, went to Old Trafford, lost 3 2, put a brilliant performance in Promising, came off the bench. Hotspank and Kiel scored, were beaten by, uh, I think it was a. Uh, a very, very late goal from from Roy Keane. But look, this this is the big one, isn't it? This is the game that that all Leeds fans look out for, isn't it? On on Sunday when those fixtures first up in July, and I, I hope the fans, and I'm sure the world will make it for a an unbelievable atmosphere on Sunday afternoon. And, and, yeah, the hell I'm uh, I'm most looking forward to um, right now just finding out if those lads from Argentina got four tickets or not because the Twitter meltdown will be. In, insane if we get into the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'll be people. There'll be people who literally lose their shit if that if that happens. I tell yeah. you. But um, I bet you the BPL as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the full works. You know what I mean? That always seems to be the way, doesn't it? Yeah, but look, we've, I, uh... we've we've sort of digressed a bit here, and I was actually going to ask you stats yes. um, when you said about seven points. Yeah. Um, where do you see those seven points coming from in those five, five, six oh, games? I've gone for a point against Man United, so I'm going to stick by that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for one against Tottenham. I don't know why. We did it last season. I thought they were awful against Leeds last season. I know Leeds came yeah. on the I think they won my last four games last season did Leeds and then we'll come into the game on, after. If they came into that game, we're back for the defeat against Brighton uh, back in May last season. And then Norwich. And I think actually seven points. 
personally, I could, mm. I could be wrong, but if you get points in your home games, it takes the pressure away. Yeah, look, Anfield, no one expects us to get anything from, let's be brutally honest. No. Leicester will be tricky, but we won their last season at the King Power. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Leicester one of them teams where if you if you manage to keep them out early doors, you got a chance. Where with us, they'll probably try and score quickly against us, and if we let them, yeah, we'll probably end up getting hammered. Yeah, uh, do you know what, lads? Yeah, but it does feel like a winnable game. Mm. Like I, I, I remember uh, speaking about the, the game against Leicester when we played them at home, and there was a lot of talk about oh, Bielsa doesn't have a plan B and this and that, mm. right? What if Bielsa's plan B is sacrificing space further up the pitch to sit a little deeper so that Vardy doesn't get that chance to run in behind off them? But like Vardy didn't have any shots on target and no clear cut chances. But you maybe could be Bielsa, right, Carl. maybe his plan B is sacrificing that little bit up the pitch to sit a little bit deeper. Plan B doesn't have to be a total overhaul of a system. It can be something as simple as let's just sit back maybe five, ten yards more in different yeah. areas. And and that could be... and I, To me, that was a perfect plan B against Leicester. Hmm. And I think if we can execute that the same way, away, because we're not going to have players back for... I, I don't think we'll have players back for no, Leicester. I, again. I don't. I don't. Um, so if we can execute that the same way and not give Vardy or Tillemans or Barnes that space in behind... Then why not? Why isn't that a plan B? I think we yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, totally absolutely. And I think, I think that's, that's a valid point. That was one of our best away performances going to mm. going to the King Power back mm. in January, and we weren't in great form at that time. I think we lost the last three, including the crawl game, Brighton and Tottenham. If uh, memory serves me right, uh, and we put brilliant went one 0 down early on, and and Stuart Dallas was fantastic that day, and. And, and Bamford uh, got his goal as well. So uh, I think there's reasons to hope that, look, everyone seems to think, and I, I got into a bit of a, I won't say Twitter spat, but someone came Go back on, from stats. Uh, I'm still feeling Someone said Give it's all over. It's all over. And I, I, I resorted, and I probably should have resorted. There's 17 games left. That was on before the Villa game. There's 15 games left. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the throat people. towel in. Exactly. Some people are losing their fucking minds. <laughs> There's Norwich fans who still <laughs> think they can stay up. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> We're all doomed. Oh <laughs> with 12 games to go or 15 games to go, whatever it is, I'd be mm. saying I would be in a very difficult position. Yeah. How many points were colour for relegation at the moment? We're not in the relegation zone. We've got games in hand. And okay, we've got tricky games in hand. I get that, but there's 15 games left. There's 45 points left to play for, and until yeah. the fat lady sings, and I'm not started singing yet. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> only at the weekend, stats. Only at the weekends. Yeah, only at weekends. <laughs> it, Bit of opera it, for Carl. It's it, it's not over, and it's nowhere near over. Let's see where we are at the start of April. Going to Lampton game on April the second, or even going to the Norwich game on March the twelfth. Let's see yeah, where we're well, on the league table by then, and then I'll start looking into the future. But we've got six games, as I say, coming up before the next international break. The next week will tell us a lot come, what, three o'clock against Tottenham on uh, the 26th of yeah, February, yeah. where we are after that game. 
I'm positive. I'm, I, I, I always knew it'd be tough. I remember watching the Blackburn game at Ewood Park in, in July, and, uh, and I think we knew then it would be a tricky season uh, for the club. But they've just it's got funny you say that because I um I went to that with Adam. Um, yes. And we were saying the other day, like, we said to each other at that game, Jesus Christ, this don't look good. It's going to be a long mm. season, this. And there's a lot of the same stuff happening yeah. that happened yeah. in that game still. It's very frustrating, mm. but we saw it then. And it, yes, it we were odd. We just didn't look ourselves and we seemed to be sort of playing against ourselves to a degree. Yeah. To be fair, as you both rightly say, to be where we are in the league at this moment in time, I think is testament to the job that mm. Bielsa has done. Because with any other manager, we'd be rock bottom with all the injuries that we've had. Yeah. So what Bielsa has done, and okay, every manager's got his faults. We know that. Uh, and what happened is even Guardiola's got his, his faults here or there. Not many, but he's got some. The, we are 50 Refuses to play a striker, the mad fucker. Our aim this year... As far as I've seen, always extend the Premier League. We know we're not quite good enough to push on just yet. That'll hopefully come in years, years to come. But at the moment, we finished 15th, 16th, 17th. We're in the Premier League. That's a success. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, stats. Yeah. The thing, what's happened with a lot of people, I think, is when we got to the last few games of last season, we had that very slim possibility we might get into Europe. Yes. And I, I genuinely think... Most, well, not most, but a good percentage of our fans walked away from the end of last season thinking, we're going to smash it next year. We, we're going to be top six. We're going to be in Europe. And the brains can't cope with the fact that we're actually down where we probably should be. Yeah. Scrapping, you know. And I think that's, I think people have gone a little bit stir crazy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I had a chat with a lad on Twitter there after the uh, Everton game. And uh, chat, chat. I uh, just a chat, like just having a, you know, <laughs> a Leeds chat. There was no bitchiness or anything like that. It was just a chat. And I just made the point that if we're playing players out of position so much the way we are, they have to adapt. Look at Cock. It's taken him five games, six games to actually look like he could play CDM instead of mm. Calvin. Yeah. And and James is the same. He's had four games now up front, five games. And he scored one, he's assisted one, he's done this, and, and he's done quite well. So it, it it's it's like we're in pre-season a little bit, <laughs> where we've got these group of players and we're waiting for signings. And the signings are the yeah. injured players that are coming back. And Almost, it, it's just yeah. weird, you know, but I like I I just said it it it, it it it's difficult to do what Bielsa's doing with the squad he has. And I don't think if if we if we didn't have Bielsa at the moment, hmm. like we were saying, we'd be in we'd be bottom of the table, but we wouldn't even be asking <laughs> answering a poll question going, Where's our next few wins coming from? Because <laughs> That's there wouldn't be a, that there wouldn't be a cat's chance in hell yeah. we'd be talking about points. We'd be like, What are we doing to rebuild next season? Yeah, so let's yeah. just you know, let's just keep a bit of a positive spin on it. Like, you know, it's, it's the worst yeah, things that can happen. Like Absolutely. You know? And um just because I never told you what I thought about wins and points and that, I'm just going to throw it in there. Um, okay. If you must. I am, <laughs> I am hoping that we'll get something against Scum, but I've got a feeling we probably won't. For some reason, I've got a draw against Liverpool in my brain, and I don't know why. It's just a feeling I've got. I hope we can beat Tottenham, because I see that as a winnable game. Mm. Again, 
I think that one will come down to who scores first because both teams are prone to crumbling under pressure at the moment. Leicester, again, who scores first. Um, a winnable but a difficult game. Norwich, we should be we should be caning them. I don't care. Don't want any of this shit where they turn up and play like prime fucking Barcelona. Um, you know. And then if we can get a couple of those results, I think we've got a pretty decent platform. We'll be on sort of I don't know how many points I just said, but we'll be pushing thirty at that point. Um yes. and then we've got, you know, we've got Watford, we've got Southampton, both winnable games, as long as we're not caving in. And if we won both of those, in addition to those results, I think we'd be all right from there. Because we'd be on around 35 points from very quick mental arithmetic that I hadn't actually done properly, so no one needs to pull me up on it. Um, and we're finishing against Brentford. He's already counting. You know, he's already he's counting. Like, wow, well, I'm fucking reminded that shit. I'm getting this right. <laughs> Come on, Brentford scores. Get him out. <laughs> um, back end of the season, you know, we've got City, which will either get a miraculous win or get destroyed, because that's what we do. Uh, I've skipped a couple of games here. I'm not going to preview everything, but Brighton will never get fuck all again, so I expect all. And Brentford, last game of the season, they would they would love to send us down. So we can't allow that to happen. Well, we we could send them down. Yeah, we, could we could send, send them down stats because they are on a downward spiral at the moment. Mm. I, I, we're, I, I saw we're on a sideways, sideways yeah. spiral. I saw a little snippet with uh, Michael Richards on the thing podcast with Chris Sutton and that and he he's fucking not impressed with Brentford at all at all oh no he's like I don't know what people are talking about sure they're they're very bang average and I was like oh, I like Mike Richards he's bang on so he is, he's so... He is he is actually really good and like some of the media seem to love Thomas Frank and I don't get that I hate the way he chews chewing them fuck <laughs> oh yeah Time ref. Time. He's a new it's Fergie. Like, it's like a foreign Neil Warnock. Foreign Neil Warnock. Foreign Fergie. Yeah. Anyway. So, he, he uh, insane. so what's going on now? Right, we've done the poll. Yeah, that, that, that was just the poll. Well, right, okay, so we can preview next, don't we? We've got a bit of Man United as well. We've talked about the game, how... how we want to be first to the ball. We want someone to go. They've not got the players of the year, so like the Keens, the Beckhams, the Giggses. Yeah. Back in the day, isn't it? I think if you're Adam Forshaw, who I think will be starting, you want to put one on Ronaldo straight away, don't you? And to say, I mean, he's not been playing, has he? Yeah. So, who knows? Uh, well, we, like, we he, are... was, he was only coming back from, like, a, a slight injury. So, this is mm. kind of a good game to maybe fire him back in there, like you were saying, Stats. Yeah, very much looking what, forward to the most hostile crowd he'll ever meet in his life. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I'll be at my best mate's wedding on Sunday, so I'll uh, I'll have a few to Ooh. drink on, on Sunday afternoon and, and drive me sorrows, or hopefully Ooh. celebrate and have a few more to drink and uh, be very merry and bright. So. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Stats. I'm hoping that we win that game and by four o'clock or whenever it is, you're on that dance floor with a tie around <laughs> your head. Swinging your jacket round, yeah, going for it. Yeah, like that. And, it, and it, <laughs> in case I can't expect it, he's watching. It won't be quite murder on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be quite murder on the dance floor. <laughs> so, so, full of time. Full of time. Well, we are coming towards the, the back end of the show. I think we've got a new feature uh, coming in uh, this evening. I can't remember what it's called. I think Jay will tell us all about this. 
Well, because we don't have anything prepared for this, really, because we don't even know if this is officially going to be a new feature. It's just something we threw around today and we thought we'd sort of stick it in and <laughs> we see how it this. goes, you know, a bit like Jason on a date. Um, so we've discussed having this link called uh, Auto No Bitter, where that we, fall. yeah, you know, it's just a section where we, we can either, someone can have a rant about something that's pissed them off this week or uh, we'll talk about, negative sort of fan reactions or anything like that in this bit that we've seen on Twitter, just, you know, negative news stories, that kind of shit. But uh, Cal looks like he's itching to say something here, so... I'm not going to say anything at all. I just like the idea of this. I was at work all day, kind of floated by it in the group chat, and I'm quite down with this. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. Well, you know, we've had to find something to replace the Hawk topic, so, you know, as, as the man who... As the man who gave birth to this pod, that's the credit I'm going to claim because um, I thought of the name. Uh, <laughs> I'm now giving birth to this. And, you know, I should have thought this out better before I started down this road. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so without further ado, it's time for Auto No Bitter. And the, uh, the topic that we've got here this week is actually the, the, um, the treatment of the Leeds fans by Merseyside Police. Um, I don't know if any of the people sort of viewing or listening were there and experienced any of that. Let us know if you did, but you were there, Carl. You managed to stay out of trouble this time, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah. Generally, I do. Um, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't see Anthem uh, until after the game, if I'm being perfectly honest. Uh, and then I read a few news reports on the West Yorkshire, or the Yorkshire Evening Post, sorry. Uh, and. Uh, the BBC and apparently the uh, the Merseyside police felt the 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 force at which they decided to use pepper spray and physical you know abuse towards the uh, the Leeds fans they felt it was uh, substantiated by the way we acted and I'm going to be honest with you I've I I didn't see anything I didn't but any videos that I've seen it's it looks to me like fans are trying to get back to seats. Yeah. After half time and the 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 five or just kind of standing there and being very aggressive. Now, like I said, I didn't. I've only seen videos, but and read the report. But mm-hmm. what's kind of damning is that the Merseyside police have just come straight out without any kind of hiding their hair of of going. All right, okay, fair enough. We'll have a look into it. But they've just gone. No, the force was necessary, and that's it. And it's like, well, you can't, you know. There's videos online of people just essentially looking to get back to the seats and you're pepper spraying them. Yeah. So I like I said, I didn't I've only seen what I've seen online and read what I've read, but I wasn't impressed by the way that the Merseyside police just decided to go it was it was worthy. And I I no, I, I think that's bullshit like. Well Bremen's ghost they're saying insane of the cop to be spraying fans on the stairs asking for a stampede. Yeah. It's not wrong there, because people are gonna yeah. want to get away from it or get out the way or whatever if stuff yeah. like that's happening. What if fans started falling down back? the stairs, like? Oh, yeah, but, you know, you know, that's fine. That's okay, like, you know what I mean? That There'd be stamping going on and there'd be people falling on top of each other, but you know what? It's under control now by the Merseyside police because everyone's on the ground and not able to charge at them and get back to their seats, you know? Oh, yeah, that's it. I mean, I've not, been, I've not been to as many away games as you as Carl, because you're hardcore, you're at all of them. 
Um, I'm not that hardcore, don't worry about it. I've been getting to as many as I can sort of this season and stuff, trying to get to a few more. We won't go into a ticket fiasco because that's another whole topic. Hard all together. But um, in my experience, I know you've said same, when you go to an away game, you don't sit or stand where it says on your ticket. You just get into the stand that you're meant to be in and you find the spot. And it you get as amazing. close to your seat as you can. Like you know, yeah. uh, you, you try and it. find it, but you don't. You know, you don't put a major effort into it, do you? Because no. you know more than likely someone's probably there, and you're not going to get to it, especially if you get there late or just before kickoff. Yeah, um, I couldn't give a fuck as long as I can see I, it. Exactly. <laughs> I, I got to Villa as I said, just as the first goal went in. I had a quick look for my seat. Couldn't see what area it are in, so I was just like, all right, just went out and found the spot, stood next to the bloke on end at row, no problems. Yeah. When goals got scored, people ran to the front, you know, celebrate, but they come back. There were no trouble, there were no issues. Mm-hmm. And most people at away games are just trying to find somewhere to stand or sit. Yeah. And police yeah. think, oh, oh, there's a crowd and they're all pushing and shoving. No, they're just trying to find somewhere to fit in, mate. You know what I mean? And you don't yeah. pepper spray those people. No, if they start, don't. like abusing you and trying to swing for you or whatever, then fair enough. You can use some force yeah. and, you know, restrain people, whatever. But in my opinion, but, it, it left a lot to be desired and you would you would hope that police that are sent to police football games would have better training than that. And as a yeah. great example is the Preston police guy who posts on Twitter and engages with other fans. He's He's fantastic. Yeah. They don't seem to have any trouble. Because they treat no. people with a bit of respect. That's all. I've been to want. Preston, man. There's been nearly seven and a half thousand Leeds fans at Preston, and they're like, I, like, there's never, you've never hear anything from your man, like you mentioned, yeah. stating anything other than great to have the Leeds fans in again, yeah. great noise, da, 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 and that's it. Mm. But yeah. like all you, all we've been seeing recently, you had Chelsea, where. The, the the squash was going on and they said the the, the excessive force was very necessary when it when it, when it wasn't yeah clearly <laughs> and then you've got the police then again now at everton saying the force was necessary it's leeds fans and the, you know and it's like i know we had a reputation back back in the 80s you know what i mean and and the early 90s but that reputation is it, it's not like some people try to keep it going, but it's it it's fairly non-existent nowadays. So I don't That's see. Right, yeah. But like the, the the second half had already kicked off when the the yeah. cops were pepper spraying people. So logically, you're thinking if there's a crowd of people coming up, they want to get back for the second half. They're exactly. not trying to what push it an area. Like these people are already in the stadium. They're allowed to be there. Get out of the fucking way. And let yeah. them go about the business and just see the game. Like that, there's yeah. no need for it. I, it was like, like I said, I only saw it was online and read the reports, but I think it's absolute bullshit. Like that's the second time now, and cops down in London said the same thing about Leeds fans. And there was something at the West Ham game as well in, in the cup. You know, um, yeah, there was something there. Yeah, yeah. there's just no comeback though. There doesn't seem to be any sort of. There's no way of getting anything out of them, like any sort of admission that they did wrong. No, because um, then they have to try and police us differently. And if we if they well, lose yeah. control, then it's our fault again. Then, like you know what I mean. So, of course it is. like, I think the way away fans should be treated just across the board is just trust them. You know what I mean? Mm. People are like the, the down at Chelsea. Apparently, there was kids and and wives and everything because it was, you know, uh, 
as such a big game. There was kids and wives mm. and husbands and all sorts. But people you take their have... family away for the weekend, don't let the yeah. games in London and stuff. Yeah, and absolutely. Like to blame the fans for that is like because of their incompetence, but no one will ever no one in authority will ever call them out. Yeah. Because you know the thing is, like you know, uh, anyway, I know this is art and all bitter, like, but I can <laughs> go on about this kind of shite and the treatment of football fans for ages because I think it's absolutely disgusting. It's, you know, but it's good anyway. to let it out, isn't it, Carl? It's good to let it out. Yeah, it is sometimes, man, yeah. yeah. And, you know, even if this makes one copper think twice about spraying a Leeds fan, you know, probably won't watch this, but you never know. All we can do is yeah. put his opinion out there and hope that things improve. Uh, I... Brendan's ghost, they're saying treat fans like animals and they'll behave like animals. He's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I, I, I think every cop that's dealing with the way fans should take a book out of the, the Preston Copper's book mm. and engage properly. Like, anything I've seen other than his tweets towards, it's like, you can go here, you can go there, you can't go there. He's, like, he, he actually engages with people, like, and, and that goes and a long way with, with fans, like. Yeah, and, and fans go to Preston expecting a good experience because they've mm. engaged with this guy. And there's, dare I say, there's some trust in the police yeah. in that game. Yeah, and but that, like, there's you know, a guy that like that doesn't come easy to a lot of people these days. But you engage but like people, the, you talk to people, you don't batten them and bloody pepper spray them. It was pressed in a way where your man boogie boarded up the fucking crowd. Oh, like. oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like any any other any other ground, we wouldn't have gotten away with that. Like, but I'm not saying it's strictly down to your man tweet now, but he builds that, like you said, Jay, that little bit of trust between the cops, yeah. like. And, and, and the fans, because regardless of who's behind the account, you're going to go up to every cop and try and have a laugh with them if it's, you know, a yeah, bit of interaction, because you, you, you don't know if it's him or if it's not, but yeah, you, they're you, part you of who he is. human beings who you can yeah. speak to. Yeah. And Do I you think, think there's an like... argument? Sorry, Carl, go on. No, 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 carry on, man, sorry. Do you think there's an argument? I know you see the odd one, but do you think there's an argument for away teams to take their own cops with them? Who normally police yeah. at the home ground because they're familiar with the fans and they know how to deal with them. I think so. I think it would deter away fans from acting up because the cops are going to recognise them over I think so. CCTV trying to point out who's causing trouble. If the cops mm. that are from the home city are there, then if you're getting recognised because these cops are standing on the doors and around the ground the whole time at match days at yeah. home. And they know everyone. So it's a great point. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a good idea. Like, Stats, what do you think about that, man? I, I know we take our stewards, and I speak to Phil Cresswell, cry a lot. Thumbs up, Phil. Yeah. And the stewards, the Legion United Way. We need a bell, out. don't we? We need a bell, like, yeah. square ball, and Stats, that's yeah, name dropping. Absolutely. Something like that. <laughs> brilliant. And, and our stewards are fantastic. And I know I've not been to any away games in the way in this year, and I, I did the Man game for Hospital Radio, but... I sometimes get the impression that they're out to look for trouble. And all people want to do is go out, have a good day, enjoy the football, whether Leeds win or lose, have a few bevies with the mates or with the family and come home and have a bit of a sing-along on the train. And there's no harm with that at all. And I sometimes no, feel that's right. that... It, it, that's it an away day. Of course it is. Of course it is. And people look forward to them and they're there part of getting up at silly o'clock and going to 
middle of nowhere and, and coming it's, back. It's never like, a cheap do, is it? You're spending yeah, a good I mean, amount of cash. I, I just worry that sometimes there's there was an incident when a copper hit a Barnsley kid. I think it was on Twitter ahead of a Sheffield Wednesday game a couple of years ago. I think he got prosecuted in the end. As he should. These are people that just want to enjoy the day out and they don't go looking for trouble. And yeah, the banter between supporters, we've all, we've all got that. And of course it just it frustrates me that I don't and I don't want to say it in a bad way, but let the fans enjoy themselves. Now, if the fans start arguing, I'm not just saying leave, I'm just general football fans. If they start arguing with police and what have you, then that's when they get involved, which I can understand. But if yeah. there's no trouble going along, let them enjoy the game. Like, I've been to, like, as Carl says, I've been to the Preston game, there have been 7,000 Leeds fans, and I'm not seeing mm. one out of trouble. It's a good laugh, and yeah. let fans enjoy the enjoy the game. They've saved up their hard-earned cash for to go to the games. Let them enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Um we're probably going to have to wrap it up here, I think, because we've really gone on. I think, I think that's up. a successful little segment, that. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think we might yeah, have to... Only 10 minutes. Before we wrap up, we'll just run through the scores from tonight. Uh, yep. Man have scored at to Brighton, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Brighton down to oh, 10 men. Lewis Funks has been sent off a straight red card. In the Championship, Cardiff League coming to 2-0. Sheffield United nil, Hull nil, Millwall two, QPR nil, League One Lincoln nil, Donny nil, Burton three, Bolton nil. It's probably the shock of the night. Uh, Wigan have just doubled their advantage two 0 Jamie McLean. So James McLean, remember him? Uh, yeah. Back at Wigan lead crew two nil, and in League Two, Bristol Rovers lead Sutton two nil, Hartlepool lead Chamber by a goal to nil, and it's three three. It's in James Park between Exeter and Harrogate. And in the Champions League, Lionel Messi just missed a penalty uh, for PSG and for Real Madrid. That's 0-0. Oh, can't City believe that game's 0-0. Absolutely. Man City have cruised through to the quarterfinals. They're final up in Sporting. So there you nice. go. Nice. Just uh, one point before we finish. Yes. Uh, mentioned earlier on that some dude put it up on Twitter that Ronaldo hadn't scored in six games. Did you just say he scored there against Brighton? I'm absolutely delighted he scored. That's a good that, point. That, yeah, that, that's that, point. that duck is out of the way now. <laughs> <laughs> the stars are aligning, boys. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. I might lose my shit on Sunday. There you go. Go and follow us on Twitter at Better. Go and follow us on YouTube. Uh, the link's all, all in there. Jay, it's been brilliant. I think we've winged it for about an hour and ten minutes this evening. Carl, thank I you for coming on. I think we've done a good job here, lads. Uh, if, if you're going to the Man United game, enjoy it. And I think we may be back next Tuesday night previewing and reviewing the Man United game, previewing the trip to Anfield as Leeds look for a first win on the red half of Merseyside since April 2001 on Good Friday. From myself, starts. It's good night. Oh, Jeff, why didn't you have that I want ready fucking for the... lined up? What a donkey walloper. Absolute donkey. Leave me alone. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi & Coke after match podcasts. We've three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.